for me personally refugees to me aren't they aren't outsiders or intruders they just lost friends trying to find a home my name is Serena Langste i am from meghalaya i joined jasprit refugee service in the year 2019 as a project director I began my journey actually working with the urban refugees in New Delhi since the year 2019. Chin refugees stand out and often face problems with language and culture, but community churches offer a small support network. And you know, I was always concerned about plight of refugees and the refugee crisis across the world. Our mission is to accompany, serve and advocate for refugees. When COVID started, it hit them really hard. They were not able to manage paying rents, so they had problems with their landlords. They were forced to get out of their homes to not only provide support but to walk beside the refugees. The work which we do is we provide education and also through our livelihood programs like we have different programs such as the tailoring group as of now just with refugee services only working with the chin and afghan refugees in delhi thousands of afghan refugees have found home far away from kabul in india few pockets of an area in south delhi have turned into a hub of refugees from afghanistan chin refugees are from myanmar So this particular group of refugees they belong to the Christian community. They were forced to leave the country because of the military. They wanted to take control of the Chin state. That's why they were forced to leave. The Chin refugees reside in West Delhi, so most of them stay in Budela, Chanakya place. Uh, with regards to the Afghan refugees, they're mostly scattered in South Delhi and in West Delhi. are basically semi urban areas but they're very very crowded they're just very clustered so it becomes it does not give these refugees a space to even walk around and you know mental peace also just to be in their house also is not there <laughs> we had a meeting recently we just had a conversation with a group of women they were saying like most of them don't engage in telephonic conversations because the children will be behind them asking oh mom what are you complaining about what are you talking about are you going through something and all that so even that space to be able to talk about their problems all like most of them don't have that space so no education bad situation we want help from them i hope they could like i was shocked them. to see how how the how these families were living like about you know about 8 to 10 members they live in one room and they basically have no space to walk around in the room small children will be sleeping there the younger children will be studying the mom will be cooking there like it's just horrible and the skill that both these communities the chin and afghan what they have is tailoring 
so that's when JRS, so during COVID, understanding that most uh, women do not have proper jobs or we started this project where these women from both the Chin and the Afghan community, they started preparing reusable masks. So to ensure that these women remain unforgotten and the skills remain recognized, this project basically helped them attain some income. And also, though they were working from their homes, it gave them an opportunity to earn something and at least uh, meet their basic necessities at home. What we did was we provided that skill training to the group. Most of them were already, uh, they had the basic training back in Afghanistan, back in Myanmar. So they were like through our programs, they were able to improve their skill, you know. Clothing was one of the major need at that point of time, you know, so they have to settle with these clothes that they sell in the markets obviously will not last them for two seasons or so they'll need to keep changing their clothes. When COVID started happening, all markets were closed and even these families lost their source of income. Lakh new COVID-19 cases and 4,209 so it became very difficult for them to have access to even summer clothing. We started this other program where we utilize the skills of these tailoring women from both the Chin and Afghan community. They started stitching affordable clothing. So we stitched pajamas, we stitched tops. When we started this tailoring group, we started with the goal of just providing skill, you know, to the women. But when we saw how motivated these people were and when they were ready to work as a group, so what JRS did was we started the skilling circles. What we're doing now is we have this one person, one designer from Mumbai who's helping this group. We, we train them in terms of business and finance and marketing, photography, videography, because all this will come into consideration if they have to venture out on their own. And also like with Jesuit Refugee Service, like we don't want it to be just training, you know, we want them to be able to support their, themselves and their families when they come, when they're done with the program. There are a lot of families or contacts that know about Jesuit Refugee Service and the tailoring group that we, we run right now. So some of them receive orders and that's how they're earning an income. Most of the Afghans come from a society where girls or women, they usually stay at home. They restrict themselves and the men go out in search for jobs. But when we started this uh, tailoring program for the Afghan group, the response which we got from most women was they were happy to come and something because they needed that space, you know, since they're out of their country, they know nobody. So being able to get this space just to forget about the challenges that they face at home and to lessen that burden and to be able to contribute to their own families. They faced a lot of discrimination and injustice in New Delhi, you know, because of the language barrier and because of how they look and, you know, just just because they are refugees. So
like when they come to the center for them it's not just earning money you know it gives them that space also where they get to meet other people just to talk forget that their girls their women be treated as normal human beings you know So there's this one person who I'm really close to. So she's also an Afghan refugee. When she first came to India, it was um, very difficult for her because she came from that very conservative family, you know, where and she did not have a father. Uh, for her, it was difficult because. she had her mother her sister and her brother and her brother kept taking that fatherly role you know so she, even when she first came to india she wanted to since she was the eldest in the family she wanted to support her family so but her brother kept taking that role you know and kept telling her no you're supposed to be in the house you're supposed to do this do that uh, at the initial phases it was very difficult for her to come out uh, since she got an opportunity to go for her higher education through jaswit refugee service she received that exposure so she had to make her brother understand that this is not afghanistan anymore the way of living is different she made the mindset of other members of the community change that really inspired me for me personally refugees to me aren't they aren't outsiders or intruders they're just lost friends trying to find a home it is important for us as an organization to bring communities together to be able to coexist together you know so there's so much more that we can do and i think even with just with refugee service work i think this is just the beginning for us also Religion Unplugged podcast is a production of religionunplugged.com and is part of the Media Project, a nonprofit dedicated to equipping journalists to cover religion. To read our award-winning global religion news coverage or to find out more about Religion Unplugged or the Media Project, visit religionunplugged.com or follow us on Twitter at @religionmag.